it's quite taxing when a very young person asks me, hey, I really want to get started on YouTube. Where do I start? And I always try to say with as much sincerity as I can muster, don't go live your life. Go to college. Go to community college. You don't even have to go to college. Go, go travel around. Go get lost in Europe. Go fall in love. Go get your heart broken. Go watch movies. Like, go do things that you can then put into your content. Just start to go like, wait, what's, what's cool? What's fun? What's going to make people enjoy themselves? What's going to make them forget about their bad day at work or, you know, whatever. And that's kind of the, the place that I come from. I'm not trying to do anything too wildly vast or important on the internet. I'm trying to give people a really good time and a fun experience, sometimes a spooky experience or some of my mm-hmm. favorites and kind of make them explore their own curiosity, even if they might've forgotten it a little bit. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Creative Disruption. I'm your host, Ricky Ray Butler, and I am so excited about today's session or today's episode. We're with Garrett Watts. Garrett, how are you doing? Better now that I'm looking at this cool cowboy named Ricky Ray Butler. <laughs> no, we yeah. were just talking off camera and I was saying you look, I watched a lot of Western movies and you look like, you know, a guy who'd come into the salon and be like looking for vengeance. <laughs> Well, I am definitely from yeah. a Western area. I'm from a very redneck town. Rodeos were a big deal. Mm. Um, I lived in the mountains like a hillbilly. And so thank you for recognizing and seeing me as that Westerner. Oh, you're welcome. <laughs> in fact, I have a picture right here of your, of your, of your great-grandfather from the Western times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's just so, a... Garrett, yeah. I've been really excited about this you know, podcast. I'm excited that Cameron like connected us to be able to do this together. Um, you have some of the most brilliant, and I'd say brilliant comedic content on TikTok. Where oh like, my gosh. I will really just go through it and I'll just start chuckling and laughing and like my belly will start bouncing. Like it's, <laughs> it's, it's amazing content and it catches me off guard. I'm never knowing what to expect. And then uh-huh. you also have done such a great job on YouTube as well. Um, <laughs> let's talk about how you got started in all of this. I'll talk to you about any old thing. I, I love it. Oh, I'm getting I'm getting geeked. This is nice because I wake up like very, very, very late in the days. So uh-huh. I haven't had much coffee, but I'll tell you right now, Ricky, you're my coffee this morning. Okay. Oh, or this you. this thank afternoon. <laughs> mm, but I love it. You know what? Hit me with hit me with any old thing you want to know. Or you could just be like, go, and then I'll just start spewing yeah. words oh. and not stop. How did you get started? Like, how did you become a creator? Like, what did you, I mean, what happened in your career and where was there an inflection point that like got you into creating content? Sure. You know, what's funny is, uh, I moved out here. Uh, I moved out here once upon a time, my moving to Los Angeles. I don't even know when I moved here. You know, how some people are like, Oh, it's my five year anniversary, my 10 year anniversary. <laughs> I don't even know when that happened for me. It was funny. Cause as a kid, I had an uncle who lived out here and I always just knew I would end up here. Um, so I moved here right after high school. And to be completely honest, I'm probably a bit of a failure because <laughs> I thought at this point I'd be directing Charlie's angels three. Um, <laughs> that was, that was the dream. I was like penning scripts in high school to be like, it's going to be great. Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu, they're like, they're all going to be a little bit older by that point, but that's going to be fine. I'm going to reincorporate them into the story and they're going to come. <laughs> it's like this whole thing. So um, I thought I wanted to be a director is what I'm saying in way too many words. Um, but yeah, you know, I, uh, then Vine came along. When I first moved out here um, was the, the the era of Vine pretty much. Mm. And, um, and I was working so many 
so many jobs. Any job you can imagine, I worked it <laughs> here in Los <laughs> Angeles. Um, well, maybe not any job, but a lot of jobs. Um, but yeah, like I was working at uh, this place called Aroma Coffee and Tea up here in Studio City, and I was doing PA jobs every other day and whatever. And I started, you know, at the end of the day when I was just dead after like 16-hour days, I'd bust out this app called Vine. Uh-huh. And thank God I did because I would just start making stuff there and it was really fun. And through that, I got a community of, of people um, following me. But honestly, like also the coolest part of that was the community that I built around just myself here in Los Angeles in terms of my social circles. And to this day, my social circles are still former Viners. Like everyone, like 80% of my friends are all people who are on that app. And we've all sort of like come up together creatively, which is really exciting. And you're part but- of the Vine Invasion on YouTube. You know what's funny? Yeah, that was an interesting thing to see which of us, it felt like the Hunger Games or something, (laughs) like which of us are going to kind of figure it out, like figure out the long form stuff. But you know what's funny is my heart always belonged in longer form things because I was going uh, through uh, UCLA's extensions, like film school classes and stuff. And like that was always Mm. my thing was film and longer form. And it was really hard for me to make short form stuff. Um, So it was funny because when I realized that my – that I – kind of wanted to start making money off what I do and realize that there was an avenue for that. I was like, oh, YouTube is a thing that I could do. So I felt very good. Yeah, so I got started there. But yeah, I used to work at a company called Funny or Die. Um, and yeah, I was ran... that before Vine or after Vine? <laughs> that was during Vine. So uh, <laughs> this sounds so self-complimentary to bring this up, but I won an award through LA Weekly for the best Vine presence in Los Angeles, which felt really cool because I had Never won anything. <laughs> um, and uh, I landed a general meeting at Funny or Die uh, through that. And, uh, you know, they had a general with me. And it was just very kind of like, oh, so you do Vine. Cool. All right. Well, if we have any ideas, email us. And then like that kind of thing. It was like, here's a water. Bye. <laughs> and I was just kind of like, no. So I took it upon myself to do some research and uh, kind of see where they fell in like the grand scheme of comedy content. So I went back in with like a... Uh, like a, uh, what is it called? Like a slideshow, basically. <laughs> and I was like, hey, guys, you're like this place in like, um, con- you know, uh, comedy content online. You don't have a presence on Snapchat. You don't have a presence here. You're not doing this. So like, bring me on and let's get started. And thank God they did. And yeah, I worked there for a couple of years uh, with their short form content and making uh, all short form content with like the celebrities and stuff that would come in. And that was a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, they, uh, that ended <laughs> and I, I started on YouTube and I was, and, and, and it worked, which is something that I can't really comprehend till this day. Uh, so again, apologies if that was far too many words. No, no, that's a very yeah. helpful. Like, so when you were at yeah. Vine, what did you learn at Vine that helped you really do well with YouTube as well as, you know, TikTok? Like, sure. W- 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 did you get, like, did you learn how to look at the data? Like, what did you do to like optimize your growth ah i see i see what this is now i dude this is great <laughs> I'm, I'm now realizing the theme of this podcast and this episode and i'm gonna get to the nitty-gritty a bit because i actually <laughs> any any time that i can get in front of people who want to talk about this sort of thing i actually like it because i do feel like i have a bit of a different take on this mm. um one of my one of one one thing that i like to speak about to anyone who will listen who's interested in content here in los angeles and when i say content and this is my entire point I mean any content. So what I found in, in my past and just working at Funny or Die and in a lot of different places is not necessarily people at Funny or Die, but a lot of people around it. Um, there are so many people in this entire city that are so obsessed with the medium that something is on. 
And they like to, it's almost like a weird like system that they want to put it in, like this weird caste system of like, where does it fall in the importance, you know? And so obviously the upper echelon is like film and then television and then TikTok and then YouTube and then all these different things. And people's minds, for some reason, maybe it's perhaps just we're just because we're so linear, but they, they, they can only go down these paths of, of what's, what screen is something is on. And having come up adoring like being a total film guy and like loving the criterion collection almost to the point of like being pretentious about like just being so obsessed with like all these films and stuff and but also short form content i just started to get this the realization over time that i wish i could just scream to everyone in this city to stop caring about what screen it's on and to simply make cool things that's it Mm -hmm. and like I can repeat that five times over and over and people still want to like break it down and try to figure it out. And what about it? And it's just like, nobody cares. Unfortunately, as precious as some of those things are to us, Mm -hmm. as precious as quality is uh, a lot of the time and how hard we want to go in on, on, on watching certain things or creating certain things at the end of the day. And of course, quality still needs to remain. I'm obsessed with that as well. It needs to, <laughs> because we've all seen those pieces of content online that we go, oh, God, why are people watching this? Um, <laughs> but like, so the quality still has to be there. But it is one of those things to where, you know, at the end of the day, it's just an energy wave. And you have to you have to speak to what people want to actually see as opposed to what you're, you're you, you know, I don't know. Like, it's 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 nice. And, and people don't really care what screen it comes on, especially yeah. nowadays when people are just looking for. They're just looking to drop their shoulders a little bit, right? Mm. Um, after the f- few years we've had, um, <laughs> and so yeah. I find that it's just kind of nice they, to. They, they they want to they want to mm. be entertained. Yeah, they want to be entertained to exactly. They want to be yeah. able to learn. So I try just to not like uh, think too much about you know the screen that it's coming through or the medium that it's coming through, and just think about the energy wave because I find that a lot of people who do what I do are absolutely fracturing themselves. Yeah. Um, in, Harry, in Harry Potter, like the Voldemort, like the villain, he starts to fracture his soul and that's how he loses himself. He starts to like split <laughs> it into seven pieces and then he yeah. like, and then he becomes this, this evil shell of himself. Sorry to be like this nerdy tangent, but I always <laughs> think, I, I think about that sometimes because it's like, I find that, not that a lot of creators are like Voldemort, yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying Some is are. that- Some are, definitely are. I can't. Okay. What there, 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 there's a shadow to this crater economy for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, there's some Death Eaters out there uh, posting TikToks. Um, but no, it is funny, though, because I think about that because you have a lot of creators. It's not the craziest analogy. This is what I'm saying mm-hmm. with this is that a lot of creators are out there, and I understand that it's a necessary evil to a degree. Um, but they're, they're fracturing their minds with just like obsessively thinking about the analytics and Mm -hmm. obsessively thinking about like, what's going to get seen, what's going to get clicks, what's the most grabby, what's the most, you know, whatever. And their minds get so into that. And like I said, it's fine. I'm not going to villainize that. There's something nice about that. I do that to a degree. Everyone does. But when that thing that should be in the back seat, maybe even in the trunk takes the steering wheel, that's when you start to get the people who you go what's going on in their camp? What's going on behind closed doors? What, what is this? Do they not have anyone? Are, are there a bunch of yes men around them? What's happening? Like, what, how could this get made? You know, and then even just for themselves too, like, it is kind of funny because I have a lot of friends um, that are also creators and it's, 
I, I feel like a lot of them eventually kind of like break <laughs> break down <clears throat> and need to come over and just like sit around a fire pit and talk <laughs> because because yeah. uh, people aren't really talking about this, you know, like mental health in space and actually sure. stepping away. You know, we've all seen creators who who are like, hey, I need to take a break for myself. And then they'll be back three days later or two days later. You know, it's like, oh, hey, <laughs> that wasn't a break. That was a nap, <laughs> like, you know, but um so, yeah, I mean, I love talking yeah. about this. And like I said, I'm not good at brevity. So apologies to the uh, no, listeners no, or viewers. You bring up a good point that sometimes when you become too analytical or too data driven, mm. yeah, um, you know, it becomes soulless and, and, Again, and maybe, less, yeah. maybe less passionate. But, um, you know, you know, the companies that, you know, I, I run and I lead, mm -hmm. um, there's always a data component is and it's to like you know leverage data to empower creators or artists to create art and to make it so they can be creative um and 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 get rid of all the busy work or the t or the tedious work where they can like, well and 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 so i i think i think you're right because i think there's some people that are just over obsessed and they get they get too nervous or too paranoid about those different things and and it makes it it makes it you know a rougher experience for them when when really if you want to leverage tools or data, it should really be in a place to make it so you can be more creative, more passionate about what you're doing, and help you save time and give you efficiencies. You're, and that's such a cool thing you bring up. The fact that you're doing that is really, really, really important to people like me. Um, I'm fortunate, fortunate enough to have a couple of people on my side that make it so I don't have to think about those things. Yeah. Um, it's no wonder. Like, of course, I'm sitting here and I'm going, oh, this is so, you know, when creators let that take the driver's seat. How could they not get to that place, though? There's also compassion involved in this. Is like, that's one of the most frustrating things about being a creator is it's just you. <laughs> and that's the magic of it all. But if you don't keep that in check, that can also be a little bit of a downfall. Mm. Um, is that, you know, when it's just you, <laughs> you have to make sure you're keeping yourself in check. And unfortunately, analytics are one of those things that can drive a person batty. So if you're making efforts in order to let creatives focus more on being creative and less on having to think that they need to, because what's more opposite from a creative than trying to think about metadata and analytics and all. I mean, that, that is, that's really tricky territory. I can speak for myself at least in that sure. respect. Um, <clears throat> so if you're doing that, uh, Ricky, that's gorgeous. And thank you. <laughs> uh, and that's really, that's really, really good to hear because there are a lot, I mean, you could save some souls out there. <laughs> There's a lot of people who, uh, who need that uh, desperately who need that service. So that's, that's really cool. <laughs> well, so, so it's, it's one of those things though, where, um, you know, I, I think you're right. You, you bring up like the mental health side, side of it, where the people are getting yeah. really emotionally exhausted, um, mm -hmm. or physically exhausted, um, mentally exhausted. I mean, mm. all the above, uh, because in a way you're trying to run a production company or a TV program all by yourself. That's mm. much quicker turn than I guess traditional series or TV productions. Man, oh man, yeah. And and isn't that just the thing? Um, and and how that can bite someone. Uh, I had a friend the other day who ran a TikTok past me because, you know, among social media friends sometimes, oh, does this title work? Does this work? Does this work? Mm -hmm. They ran a, uh, a, a TikTok past me that was like a very crass sort of like Dahmer joke based mm -hmm. on the currency of it. And, um, and it was just one of those things to where I was like, I did tell him, <laughs> I did tell them gently like, hey, this is okay to not hop on this. You know, this is okay. I, I get it. <laughs> you, you, it's a show right now. You want to hop on this. But I was like, 
let's breathe deep. Let's drop the shoulders. Is this what you is this what you want to put out there? Because I don't think it is. You know, it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't really work that well. Um, so it is one of those things where that's what I kind of mean is that that person worrying about what was current, what was analytical, what was trending, what was this. Mm-hmm. It's like in that moment, I feel like that took the driver's seat yeah. more so than you wanting to create something because. It wasn't great, you know, <laughs> um, when you, especially you, when you think t- about it. Are you saying that sometimes people maybe lose their authenticity or lose oneself in the data? Uh, I'm saying that, unfortunately, I think a lot of people never give themselves a chance to find it. Mm. Um, so I have a lot of young people. Uh, I love uh, that. Keep yeah. going. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I have a lot of young people um, ask me. Uh, well, not even just young people, a lot of people, but it, it, it's quite taxing when a very young person asks me, 14, 15, 16, you know, on the street or something, if, they, if they've seen what I do, even 20, point is, is they'll ask me, um, hey, I really want to get started on YouTube. Where do I start? And I always try to say with as much sincerity as I can muster, don't. <laughs> and it's not to say don't start on YouTube. That's an incredible thing. But if I look at them and they're very young and I'm just like, go live your life, go to college, go to community college, go, you don't even have to go to college, go, go travel around, go get lost in Europe, go fall in love, go get your heart broken, go watch movies, like go do things that you can then put into your content. Because it's funny because people think that I'm overly cagey online. Like I will disappear for <laughs> two, three months, come back to the internet, post a video, and people are like, are you dead or alive, queen? I'm like, I'm I'm just out there. You know, it's funny. I, I did say on a podcast once, so I, I'm not going to try to be insincere and make it sound like I just thought of this. But someone asked me on a podcast, they said, why are you so cagey on the internet? And I said, and I thought it was cool in the moment, but I was like, I was like, am I cagey on the internet or is everyone just way too present? I was like, who starts wow. who starts that precedent? Because you had a lot of YouTubers like early on that were like, I post every day. It's what I do. If I don't post every day, I'm going to be irrelevant. You know, that sort of thing. And there were thousands of YouTubers doing stuff like this. Um, and they kind of set like a really uh, – and inadvertently, it's fine. It's no, through no fault of their own. I think a very, very, very strange precedent was set for online people. Um, and that's what I'm sort of talking about is you get these people who say, hey, I need to take a break from my mental health for – a while and and you know i see those posts sometimes and i go hey good for you and then the next day it's like hey sorry i know i said i was taking a break i'll call those people and be like hey you need to come over for a little uh <laughs> little, little drink and a, and a fire pit moment because we need to talk because yeah. <laughs> you need to actually take a break for a moment so i guess what i'm when i rein myself in here um you know when it comes to people creating i just think it's super important in the creator space to first of all, let people like you or their companies that you're working on handle that stuff as much as they can possibly let themselves, first mm-hmm. of all. But secondly, just prioritize what you're saying on the internet because there's definitely been times where I sit back and go, what are you doing, man? What, what are you saying right now? What's the point of this? Like, are, what, what, what are you fulfilling in other people's lives by making content? Because it can't just be because you want a new truck or you want a new this mm-hmm. or you want a new that that can start to take over in a really scary way sometimes. Um, so yeah, I just, just start to go like, wait, what's, what's cool. What's fun. What's going to make people enjoy themselves. What's going to make them forget about, forget about their bad day at work or, you know, whatever. And that's kind of the, the place that I come from. I'm not trying to do anything too wildly, uh, vast or important on the internet. I'm trying to give people a really good time 
and a fun experience, sometimes a spooky experience are some of my mm-hmm. favorites, um, and kind of make them explore their own curiosity, even if they might have forgotten it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was just going on and on. Yeah. I mean, you're, I mean, you're, you're yeah. obviously very purpose-driven here, and, and you obviously <sighs> really care about not just you, you know you and your audience, but you know all, all the other creators out there. But it seems like the the purpose driven like the, the the vibe that I'm getting here is that you really want to make it so your viewers or audience get a break, a mental break when watching your yeah. content. I mean, I think that is truly why I make stuff at the end of the day. I mean, if there's a really just like brass text answer of like, why do you make things? It would be for that very reason. Um, I try not to let another huge thing about being a creator that I try to talk to people about as often as possible is I love that phrase. What other people think about you is none of your business. Um, And a lot of people think that that applies to like the haters. No, (laughs) the truly insidious thing is when people compliment you as well. You can't let that stuff in. Uh, you can passively see it and respect it and thank someone for saying something, and I do. I let it you know, get like 10% in in like a nice way, but at the end of the day, you can't let that stuff in anymore because um, that leads to a lot of complacency and a lot of odd behaviors I've seen. Uh, like like <laughs> so, yeah. a god complex? Yeah, something like that. Exactly. Um, you know, if you start to believe someone else's narrative of, of you too much, that can lead down a pretty dark road in a lot of respects, not just on the Internet. Mm-hmm. Um, you got to kind of be in, con- in control of that. And I see a lot of people online start to believe people telling them that, like, oh, my God, you're the funniest person on the Internet. You're genius. You're so great. You know, you're the, and uh, and that's worse than than like the sassy comments I've I've found is is when you sort of see that look in the in the eyes of a content creator who starts to believe that stuff. Um, awareness, because, yeah. awareness is important. I mean, it doesn't, I mean, whether it's your career or like you're mm-hmm. in school or you're a creator, like mm-hmm. understanding awareness of oneself is, is important because one, you won't be able to love yourself until you're very aware of it. And, yeah. and you should be both aware of your strengths and your weaknesses and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and accept it. And, yeah. and also, not self-deceive yourself through maybe, you know, a lot of data coming from different angles, whether it's negative or too positive. I'm I'm one of those people mm-hmm. that am so egocentric. You know, I, I try to act like I don't like the compliments, but it's like building me up. Like, oh yeah, like I am the best, and and that's something that has to be placed in check because mm-hmm. it will impact your relationships. It'll also impact you know what you're able to accomplish in the future. Yeah, definitely. Though sometimes. We need that too. Believe me, there's compliments that people have told me that like I will take to the grave. <laughs> like they're just like absolutely like things sure. that someone have told me that I'm just like I just need a moment with what you just told me because uh, and there's really negative cool. feedback. There's probably negative feedback that you received that you also need to take it with you. You know what? You'll you'll kind of appreciate this though. So, yes, and I'm super open to that. Some of my favorite things on the internet is when I start to see like very vicious comments, and I mean needlessly vicious, like things I wouldn't. Uh, say and luckily those are very rare for me but the good news is that when you start to see those that means that your stuff is like recommended and sort of like trending really well because they're they're coming from people that have no idea who you are they don't even know the first letter of my name nothing they just see like they're just like trolley people who just want to be like you know <laughs> i can't even repeat it but so whenever i start to see comments like that obviously i mute them from the channel but i'm also just like all right <laughs> that means my lining is know that you're getting traction yeah, it's like the video is getting kicked around. It's not just in my community, which is great if it is. Because, um, yeah, you can tell when a video sort of like breaks through to like the people who are just know you. And then you can tell when a video is kind of like overflowing into like the other corners of the internet. Yeah. <laughs> which I always appreciate. I appreciate both. Um, 
but man, it's a on a much smaller that, yeah. scale. I could I could relate to that on LinkedIn. So oh, oh I'm always trying to post things on LinkedIn, and and whenever I get like this out of nowhere comment, I'm like, wait, where did this come from? Because like oh. I have a I only have like you know several thousand followers. Um, I then look at my analytics, like, oh whoa. There's way more people that are viewing that, that are viewing this and engaging mm-hmm. with this that um, than the people that actually I know and I'm connected to, and I'm like, well, okay, this is actually getting out there. So I guess that would make sense at a much bigger scale, like on TikTok or YouTube, if you're getting like comments that are just random or, or negative. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they're they're not your loyalists, but it's also showing it's getting traction. Isn't so that negative comments can be a great data point on if things are going more <laughs> viral. I suppose that that's true. You know, there's a silver lining to everything. Um, yeah, that's a funny thing. We're, I feel like in the past year and a half, uh, we have seen such an interesting like change in social media platforms as to where it used to sort of be like us in charge, like what we curated, um, what we wanted to see. And then those things would get fed to us with like 20% kind of on the side of like, hey, and what about this? And now I feel like it's completely reversed to where it's like 80%, hey, what about this? And 20% like, this is what you want, right? Mm-hmm. Which is fine to a degree. And I know that's a very controversial thing to be like, that's fine, right? Like computers mm-hmm. just kind of guessing what we want. But I don't know. I've got some wild opinions on that because they're so good at it. Sometimes (laughs) those computers or whatever, or those people behind it, rather, there's humans behind these intentions are good at it sometimes to the point where I'm like, I mean, this is really funny. Thank you, algorithm. (laughs) Or this is really relevant to me because that really blows my mind is sometimes when the algorithm feeds me something that like my spirit needs, like a video on an introspective, weird video that's just like very, oh, Okay, thanks for seeing me and also, like, giving me a little digital hug tonight, you know? So yeah. it's a wild thing. It's a wild thing, isn't it, Ricky? Yes, it is. Uh, how do you know what your audience is going to like? Like, what, go- what goes into that? Um, it's all around. You want to give them a break. You make it so they have a chuckle or laugh. Um, but, like, how, how, how do you calculate that? You know, I, uh, <laughs> I like it. Calculate, Ricky. That's an interesting insight into Ricky. How do you calculate? <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I'm a nerd. <laughs> no, no, no. I like it. I like I'm a it. socially awkward nerd. No, That's you're not really socially. Have a few thousand followers. <laughs> no one with that. No one with that mustache is socially awkward. You own rooms you walk into, pal. Um, no, you know what you're doing. It's incredible. Uh, no, I, I. You know what? How do I calculate? You know, I will answer. How do I calculate? I honestly, it's funny because it's all around me. My answer to that question is like all around my environment. So if I am one thing on the internet that I'm certain of, it's, it's like whimsical. Um, and there are many words that are misunderstood, but all I'm trying to do on the internet is represent curiosity and stuff. Like that's the kind of hidden agenda behind everything I do. You know, it's not like whatever it is, it's, 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 I'm not trying to show people that there's proof in ghosts when I make scary stuff. <laughs> I'm not trying to like, it. I'm just trying to remind people that it's cool to explore stuff you're interested in. If there's a formula to my videos, mm-hmm. I can expose it. It's quite literally like, I've always wanted to do this entire thing my whole life. For instance, I have an example within arm's reach. So when I was a kid, I, I, I always wanted to try this cereal, um, Spider-Man cereal that was like a Kellogg cereal, and my mom never got it for me. So for 20-something years, it was in my head that, like, I always wanted to try this cereal and never got it. So I found it on eBay. <laughs> and it's a, two, it's a box of cereal from 2002, and I, like, ate it for a video. Like, I bought – I ate a box of cereal from 2002. Haha. <laughs> like, it's funny. It's clickable, wow. right? 
Yeah, and it was great. It tasted the same as it probably did in 2002. But point is, is like, yes, I get it. That seems like a fun, silly video title. But at the end of the day, all I did was tap into a legit curiosity of mine, something I wanted, something that was real, something that was in my head. And that's all I ever do in my YouTube videos. And the only way I can do that is to actually facilitate curiosity and let it have avenues in my life. Because a lot of people in this city, like I went to a comedy show uh, with a friend last night that was incredible. And it was like pulling teeth to try to get this friend to come with me, who's also an online person. <laughs> and uh, it was really interesting because it was just like, hey, step away. This is good. It's a one man show. It's going to feed you actually. It's going to inspire you, you know? And it's funny because once I actually convinced him to come with me, it was like, I can't believe there was a world where I wasn't going to do this. I wasn't going to come with you to this show. It's like, yeah. Isn't it funny how our minds are just like self-sabotaging all the time? No, you got to stay in. You got to be in the dark. You got to be in your cave. You got to be editing. No new things. It's like, no, you got to let new things in, even if it's in the form of a box of cereal from 2002 or walking into a haunted hospital <laughs> and exploring it, you know? So when you ask, you know, how do you calculate what people are into? I don't, I don't make that my business. I calculate what I'm into and I hope that people are, are along for the ride. <laughs> and, and I try to put as much imagination as humanly possible into that curiosity, of course, because I understand at the end of the day, I'm making things for other people, not, you know, for myself to a degree, but it is forward facing and I want to give them a thrilling roller coaster ride of an experience. So that's the combination right there. I just, Pump it full of curiosity, and every time I upload, I'm just like, I think this is the last one, and no one's gonna care anymore. <laughs> I'm just like, like, I, there's, there's no way they're gonna be down for like this, you know, guy just like this grown man being so like out of control. But I find that I think there's gonna be, I want to go on and on and on. I, I just think yeah. there's gonna be so much more room for like something I think about all the time is people aging on the internet as well because. Oh, it's already happening. It's incredible because mm -hmm. old people, as you, you and I knew them as kids, they're gone. They're not making pies anymore. <laughs> like, they're not, like, they are so, I'm not going to go on all that. I'm just going no. to say it is interesting thinking about, like, I think Rhett and Link is an incredible example. Like, guys who are aging yeah, on, sure. I'm an example. People who are aging online who have always been online. And I do think that the stigma of age is going to go away because, we were all brought up online, and yes, you see the silly little TikToks of like millennials yeah. versus Gen Z. I yeah. have no tolerance for that content, by the way. Uh, I'm with you. <laughs> little sassy aside there, that just seems like some odd, out of touch person like trying to get clicks with that. I hate that. <laughs> There's not many things I hate, but I, I, I'm not into that the well, weird content. I, I also hate the assumption that yeah. baby boomers aren't on the internet or that they're not consuming content or they're not making content. And, and so let me, let me give you a couple of examples. Um, Paul yeah. McCartney, um, the Beach Boys, you know, and a lot of old school um, jazz drummers or jazz artists. Like there's pockets and communities of all age groups connecting and, 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 and consuming content and making content. Man, it makes you wonder what some of the greats would have been doing on TikTok. Like, what would Nina Simone and, like, Elvis be doing on TikTok if they were still around? Um, wow, no, that's interesting. They'd be making trends. They'd be, they'd be like, oh, doing, hopefully, things for the first time that others aren't doing. And, and you know, I, yeah. and, and it'd probably have a much bigger ripple effect today where, you know, maybe more people would be more understanding, empathetic, and inclusive as a result of it than now that, having a lot of controversy through one central medium. What a nice thing to say. Um, there is so much room at the table. That's the other thing that people mm -hmm. 
forget sometimes is like there are video ideas that I've done that there's 20 video ideas like that on the internet staying in a Japanese capsule hotel I did for a video once and I had a friend when I brought that up before I shot it oh what are you gonna shoot for this oh I'm gonna do this video they said oh just so you know I already saw that I was like not by me you haven't <laughs> you know what I mean because yeah. some of the greatest do that I mean they they, they see yeah. inspiration and they're like well I want to experience that too and share yeah. that with my community and that, there's nothing bad about that that's oh that's actually really yeah cool. It's showing self-expression of a different perspective. Oh, yeah. And when I say that the content could have been more different, I mean, the one that they were referring to was a very, like, educational video. Almost, You know, it was like, this, like, no, I'm going to be this weird curiosity monster and, you know, going into things. But it's amazing how often people let things – there are a lot of creators who seemingly do similar things in incredibly potent different ways. Uh, Daniel Thrasher, Seth Everman, both incredibly funny men who play the piano for their content, generally speaking. They both are way more diverse than that, but you know what I'm saying. Um, they're great examples of like, there's so much room at the table. Give me a hundred more guys who are sitting in front of their pianos and being hilarious. <laughs> we love it. You know, and there's, there's 25 more I could probably think of if I pulled out a piece of paper right now who do this stuff. There's a lot of whimsical guys on the internet exploring there, there all the places. Be, there might be thousands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what? Like, because, you know, yeah. creators sometimes say 90% of the time no to like brand collaborations. Mm. Um, we had to create a tool to figure out what other creators out there had similar aesthetics to the creator that a brand really wanted to work with. And, wow. and so let's say they really wanted Casey Neistat. Yeah. And, but Casey Neistat just wasn't interested in, um, let's say, a certain brand of toothpicks or, or, or toothbrush or whatever. Um, yeah. what, what, what you can then do is like look at Casey Neistat and then generate other creators that both have a similar audience and audience overlap but also they have similar aesthetics and similar editing style. And mm -hmm. what you'll find is that there's a huge vertical out there that people are probably not even realizing of like hundreds or even thousands of creators that are actually very similar in a lot of different ways. That is so interesting. I love and that. They you probably don't know each other. They probably don't know each other. Um, yeah, there's people, there's people that I'm friends with on the internet just because people have spiritually tethered us together. Like this guy, uh, Ethan Nestor, his name is Crank Gameplays Online. Okay. Um, yeah, he is just that there's people that I know in real life because people just constantly were like, you have Ethan's energy or to Ethan, you have Garrett's energy. And like at a certain point, there's a guy named Ghost Honey online who's really great. He's like, his name is Tyler. Uh, there's like, you just start, you're like, oh, I guess we'll just hang out now <laughs> if we're so cool. similar. Yeah. So, but uh, it's funny that you say that. We're so again. I feel like I'm like doing a self promotion on this podcast, but it's really supposed to be about you. <laughs> no, but I love it, dude. You're, you're interesting. Cool. So like, creators can really see who's similar out there, like them. Yeah, so, like they can be friends and hang out, or like yeah. collaborate. The community of it is huge because isolation is a monstrous thing. Mm -hmm. It's a beast that every creator has to and face. You can't be an island, or you're gonna feel alone. You're gonna feel alone, and, and, and you're that's... gonna have limitations with that as well. Exactly. And I have to remember, sometimes I speak as though everything applies to like the creator economy or the yeah. woes of a creator. I'm like, dude, check yourself. This applies to everyone listening right now. This mm -hmm. applies to everyone. Um, yeah, th th there are so many interesting things in this realm. Ricky, it's so fun talking to you. I love this. Um, yeah, man, this is wild. It's uh, every time I think about it, I'm like, whoa, this is a vast ocean. And I'm always just like on my little beach with my sandcastle with like the waves just kind of hitting my feet of like the ocean of this topic. It's like there's 200 <laughs> million, there's 200 million self-proclaimed content creators right now. And is... I believe in the next five years, there's going to be over a billion. And I've talked to investors and like analysts about this and people usually laugh at this. But the truth is, I mean, how many humans are there? Six billion. 
six billion, six to seven billion. Um, how easy is it to make a, a video these days? <laughs> I, mean, I love I'm, the idea. I think we're writing a black. Yeah. How this many is a, cities are not represented? How many towns are not represented? I mean, I mean, there's gonna be there's gonna be hundreds of millions of more people creating content because technology is gonna be easier to do it. I mean, it's gonna be cheaper to have you know a nice camera or a phone. Yeah. And, and I really do believe that, you know, we're in the era of the artist and the decentralization and demonic and, and the, the, the um, and, and it's becoming much more democratic where mm -hmm. the, 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 it's a much more even a level. I mean, it's a, a, even playing field. Excuse me. I have a, I have a stutter once in a while. No, and, you're OK. I, I have the, so many <laughs> content creation used to be through centralized orgs or yeah. through elite or, you know, the privilege. But now everyone can create and. It doesn't mm -hmm. matter if you're from Ghana or if you're from Siberia, you know, mm -hmm. you're going to be able to create and you're going to be able to self-express. And, and, and so it's very interesting because like you are showing passions of curiosity around self-expression. And I think that's what's, I think that doing what you're doing is going to improve humanity, especially as you have hundreds of millions of people doing it because we're going to learn more because content is data. We're going to mm -hmm. learn. It's going to preserve history. It's going to preserve culture. But hopefully we learn more about ourselves and we become much more united. And isn't and, that the yeah about the, about ourselves about each other too is just representing things. And by the way, you said and I don't want to cut you off. You're on such a wonderful like. Oh role no, I was just saying there's a a random like music group from Siberia that's um, indigenous you know, Siberians jamming out on these random instruments I've never seen before, making animal mm -hmm. sounds, and it's fucking awesome. Isn't that nice? And, and I would have never learned about that if it wasn't for TikTok. Oh, that's incredible. That is the, oh my goodness. You're right for bringing that up. Those moments on TikTok where you go, thank God for this person. This is the coolest thing I've ever seen. I didn't know that I wanted this as bad as I wanted this. <clears throat> so that's like a really, really cool space. And I love that you found that. And you're right. There is just so much room at the table. And what's kind of funny is that even like the big tech platforms are telling us that there's a lot of room at the table, but not enough like content creators. Because when you go into Instagram, it's like, do you want to turn this memory from 2018 into a reel? You're like, I, I mean, personally, I'm like, no, I'm okay. Like, no, dis no disrespect Instagram, but I'll go ahead and make something new. <laughs> um, oh, I post it. I always <laughs> I'm, I'm that grandpa that falls for that shit for sure. Every time like, Oh, I got you. you here. I'm skinnier here. You know, done. I love the idea of you just like, look at me from today, this morning, October 1st. No, I don't know. That's so funny. Oh, wow. I hate looking at old posts where it's like, like, you know, where, where you used to say, Ricky is feeling this way right now. Or Ricky, can oh. you the coffee? Like, remember how that's how Facebook used to like, inspire you to post things oh like, yes yeah. some, some, the third person it's so awkward we look back at that today how are you feeling right now it's like you don't, you don't care how i'm feeling you just want my copy <laughs> you you want my meaty post you just want that data no that's an interesting thing my gosh yeah well so there's just so much self-expression and and you know like i mean i talked about this in, in the last podcast like the fact that Russian soldiers are questioning going to war because of what they're seeing on TikTok or on Instagram or, 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 or different places. And talk, I yeah. Mean, it, I mean, it shows that th things are changing. And, and so I'm, I'm really excited for this, you know, creator economy era of the artist to just mm -hmm. keep becoming more decentralized. I really think people like you, you mentioned that you wanted to be a director and mm -hmm. that, you know, maybe that's a failure because you're not. And the truth is, you have a community, you are directing. I mean, you just did a two hour <laughs> video on YouTube. 
And, no, and, I, I, mean, I, yeah. And I'm sure, that's, you know, 10 years ago, that would have been record-breaking viewership for a documentary type video. That's really sweet. You know, Thanks. Oh, my like, God. Think about what's happening. And, yeah. and, and but the truth is, I, do, I think the next, and I talk about this way too much, and I'm probably going to get trolled for this one because I keep saying it, but like, I think one day you're going to be able to have your own platform where you can, where you connect with your community. You, and, 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 and it's all about what you want on that platform. I mean, what, I mean, whether it's products or if it's content mm. and that you will to self-express and, you know, find ways of being able to, you know, fund, you know, those passion projects, maybe that, that are in film or, 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 or you know, having a, a long form TV series. Um, my, my, my good yeah. friend Jake Watson and, um, um, Nico and, and, um, Sam, um, Puringer, um, they do corridor digital and, they realized that if they do a series of Dungeons and Dragons on YouTube, it's not going to do well. They also realized that it was maybe too nerdy for Netflix or Amazon at the time. Um, that is nerdy. Wow. I'm, I'm, just, I'm just describing how they did. But, but the truth is, they did their own. They did their own series, Son of a Dungeon, on their own website, and it ended up ex- exploding their growth and exploding their revenues. And they were able to do something that they were just very passionate about. And I think <clears throat> those passion points and being able to self-express in those ways where you don't have to rely on an algorithm or rely on like a central decision maker, I think you know, that's gonna start opening up and flourishing even more. Interesting. And well, by the way, I just as an aside, I gotta tell you, there are like, when I say like very few channels that I tune into, I mean very few. Like I could count them on one hand, mm. but Corridor, uh, Corridor Crew is one of them. Uh, oh, I love really? those guys. Oh, Let's absolutely. Let's go play D&D with them. I play Dungeons and Dragons with those guys. <laughs> I would love to. No, they're they're great. Um, I just I saw their data video, like data visualized video. I love them so much. They represent everything I'm talking about in a way. They're representing curios- curiosity like in a radical sense, but also mm-hmm. that beautiful craft behind curiosity and how much they put into that and, and their sense of community. They're just representing a lot of cool stuff I see online, like the opposite of isolation and weirdness. Like they are just mm-hmm. killing it. I love those guys so much. So they, yeah, they were- I, I drag me into their offices and be like, do something with this guy. <laughs> I love them. No, they're, they're cool. I, I, I'm totally down on doing that. Yeah. I mean, they, they were the first, some of the first people to do live action film around gaming themes. Dude, oh my, yes. There are like videos that are springing up in my mind right now. They're like, oh like my GTA, gosh, they did this. Assassin's Creed. They, they, did, they, um, they, did, they did a bunch of them, which is amazing. They're, um, so they're unreal. Yeah, I love those guys. <laughs> one thing, you know, I want to I wanna, you know, ask you, and, mm. and, and, and this is going to be more of you giving um, advice to a collective group. So sure. you mentioned what you say to people when they say, how do I get started? And you said, don't go out and like explore the world, understand <laughs> yeah. what you're curious about. And then that's yeah. going to, you know, make you and the content that you create. TubeBuddy, which is a platform that I work with, um, has 11 million creators. Most of them are smaller creators mm. trying to figure out how to make a living with content creation. Mm. How, how do they do this and, 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 you know, stay consistent with this hustle where they can still be purpose driven, but also make a living. Like what advice would you give that group? And again, you're not going to have like an answer that's going to, you know, answer for everyone, but how would you like answer that from your perspective with your experience? No, I mean, I feel like I can do a degree. It's funny because I will say that what I was saying earlier definitely applies to a much younger person, like under 20 sort of mentality when it comes to like, Hey, you don't, Don't just want to, don't just, you can't just want to be what you see all the time. It's okay. Go, go build your soul power up and then come back, you know, but there are plenty of people who have that soul power that want to offer it. Um, so that's a good, 
that's a cool question, and I think it's definitely very, very real because I know it's real because I've been there. Um, there were times when I was like working at Funny or Die to where I was really grateful for what I was doing, um, but to where it was just so hard to create things. Like I would make videos, I would make Instagram posts, I would make Instagram videos. I would do so many things that I was, it, there was this very particular brand of, of angst that came with it and sadness because you're putting your best out there and you're trying as hard as you can and not seeing any viewership of it. And you're like, just believing in yourself blindly. Like, I know this is good. I know this is serving a purpose. I know that someone wants to see this. There is an audience for this. Um, and the answer is um, endurance. <laughs> mm -hmm. I mean, I know sometimes that's not the pretty answer, right? But everyone wants the pretty answer. Everyone wants to slip into something comfortable. But sometimes you got to slip into some like barbed wire <laughs> jeans when it comes to making it. Uh, and, uh, you know, there's, there's a pro and a con to everything in this world. Oh, it's going to be so easy, right? Everyone can post online. Everyone's a director. Everyone's a creator. What does that mean? That also means... Two billion creators, <laughs> two million, two hundred million creators. That's okay, but it's going to take a while for the cream to rise to the top for the stuff that's going to be seen to be seen. Mm -hmm. um, you know, and no matter what it feels like, I'm, when I say cream rise to the top, I'm not saying it has to be of a certain quality in order to be seen. We all know that that's not the case. Mm -hmm. However, it gets seen is however it gets seen. But endurance, I mean, honestly, endurance is is the answer to that. At the end of the day, now of course, there's so many subtle nuances to what that means. Endurance that also means like. <laughs> sitting down with someone and not getting so in your head too. Like, okay, here's something I can say. There are so many friends. I'm almost exhausted of having to do this. There are so many friends that I believe in that are so funny and so good on camera or potentially that have the most specific fields of knowledge. And I just want to shake them and be like, please start creating, please start. A lot of them are like very broke as well, just straight up. And I'm just mm -hmm. like, you don't understand how easy it will be when you get started when you start putting your best self out there and start making this stuff digestible, fun to watch, <clears throat> good. I was like, it's going to be like a, if you build it, they will come situation. Like, fill the dream stuff. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the most dated reference on the planet. Everyone like, what? <laughs> I used to watch that movie when I was a kid. No, but yeah, it's just a matter of uh, – I know this is a bit of a me messy answer, but sitting down with people that you respect creatively is a huge deal, and a lot of people – will respond like i've re i've gone out to coffee to people who are just like hey i'm doing this here's my stuff like can we have coffee met them at a party i love mm -hmm. what you do can we talk about this i love it so i would say if you're out there and you're feeling frustrated that your stuff isn't getting seen don't be so in your head about it go meet with someone that you respect and be like hey what do you think because i've done that to people for the better sometimes for the worse i had someone work on a mini series that was like Oh, so bad. It was like a day in the life of a millennial. That wasn't the exact title. So don't go try to look for it because it never saw the light of day. <laughs> but uh, it was one of the worst things I've ever seen in terms of um, everything. So I, I know it sounds so harsh, but it's okay because I'm not naming names. <laughs> but, you know, that, that person asked me, what do you think is the release plan for this? What do you think is the strategy? How should I go about this? And I said, the strategy is burying this and moving on, you know. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, maybe someone else could tell him. Oh, no, put it out there. It's the greatest thing you've ever seen. And honestly, I hope they did put it out there. I don't know. I never followed up. But point is, is that it's good to have input. It's good to have input. Like, sometimes you don't realize how in your head you are. Um, I work with a guy named uh, Andrew Sawicki. He's sort of like my right-hand man when it comes to everything uh, I do. And the value that comes from not just being in this cage and just being like, does this make sense? Is this scary? Does this work? Does this title card work? You know? So open up to other creatives too. find the ones you respect. And Oh, here's the other thing. Use your resources. 
there are so many people out there that are not using their resources that it's mind-blowing. Like, they want to take all the good stuff. They want to pick all the fruit from the tree of, of how easy it is to create nowadays without ever being like, wait a minute. I can't just pick fruit from the tree. I can, like, climb it and get a really interesting vantage point. Reach out to the people that you follow on Instagram that you think are cool. They see their message requests. Like, I was watching a TV show the other night and reached out to the showrunner. I was like, dude, you're amazing. Thank, thank goodness you're doing what you do. Instantly, he was like, thanks, that means a lot to hear. <laughs> I reached out to that main actor of the episode, too. Hey, man, this is cool. And I know I have the verified thing on my side as well. Yeah. But I'm telling you, I was doing that long before. I was... When I first moved out here, I started working with all my matinee idols, favorite directors, not only meeting them, working with them. And that mm. was a really cool thing because I just reached out in sincerity. So don't be afraid to, to send um, cold emails like, <laughs> or, 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 or Instagram DMs or at somebody on Twitter. It's cool. Like, use uh, the Internet. Use it. <laughs> yeah. So, so basically what, what I'm getting from this is endure, mm -hmm. endurance yeah. for these creators get as much input and feedback as possible. Yeah. And then three, you know, you know, hustle to find the resources around you to help you out. Resources. That's like the main one. Here's a great example. If I saw someone on Twitter who added me and said, Hey Garrett, um, I, I took one of your, these videos and, and re-edited it into this thing or whatever. Like if someone was resourceful and did something like that, if they were like, oh, I found this interview of you and I cut it up into like your video style, they'd be hired tomorrow, tomorrow like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the, no one is out there doing anything like that. Everyone is so just whatever, but there are so many creators and people out there who could be doing incredible things. So I speak till I'm blue in the face to people I believe in of like, have you tried a, B, C, D, E, F, G, a, like they haven't even gotten to Z. I'm like, there are so many things you could be doing in order to put your stuff out there. Like I'll talk to someone who created a really cool song on their MK3 and done all this thing. It's like, great. How'd you put it out there? Oh, I don't know. I just uploaded it. Where? What are you talking about? Did you go to Reddit? Did you go into the subreddits? Did you go to the forums? Did you go to the <clears throat> music things? Did you send your stuff to any? They're like, there's no one actually doing the thing that is in front of them, like right in their hands, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. use your resources. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. No, well, but, awesome. uh, some people are, but yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just saying there's so many, like, remember it's the internet, like sky's the limit, you know? So go so hard at your fingertips so that you can take advantage of it. that's, that's, yeah. that, that's, I think that's great advice. Um, you know, you know, just starting with what you have, um, and, and helping it grow from there. That's no, that's very interesting. So as we wrap this up, hmm. where do you think things are going? Like specifically, where do you think things are going that are going to help empower you to, you know, create more content and, um, or, or, yeah. you know, empower artists to create more art? Um, what's, what's going to be happening that's going to be very helpful to the, to the creators and creator economy? Man, I was, I was talking to my friend Matt about this just recently, how interesting it is, where things are going. Uh, and that's a dangerous question for me. So when you say, where do you think things are going? I, my mind just almost goes like full Black Mirror episodes. Like, yeah. <laughs> not for the negative, sometimes yeah, for the interesting yeah. as well. Um, but boy, oh boy, we are going to start to see. I was on a very popular website <laughs> uh, last night that, that makes photo elements. <laughs> I don't know how much I want to be calling out certain companies, but that's their whole thing. Do you want to buy a license to use this video or thing or a picture? And I was looking up like a picture of like an image of an old woman cooking. I needed it for a video. And what I came across was about 150 images that were made using artificial intelligence. Yeah. 
it was an old woman cooking with like a wonky eye because the AI hadn't quite figured it out. And I just sat back in my chair and went, what? <laughs> I was, I almost wanted to reach out to said website and go, guys, you need a, you need a subcategory for this. I, I'm here for assets that are built by creatives, not someone just putting in a few keywords and pressing upload. It's, I, that's going to be an interesting thing coming up. Yeah. We're going to, I'm going somewhere with this. I swear we're going to start to see, you already see it. You already see it when you look up videos about like top five, whatever you, you get clickbaited into a video. That's like the most dangerous things that happened on the set of Harry Potter sometimes or whatever. I'll click on a video like that. And sometimes it'll be two minutes in that I realize that I'm just listening to an AI voice. There's not even a human narrating it. And I'm still watching it and actually enjoying it sometimes. So I'm not going to be pretentious and go, oh, yeah, it's all going to be made by things. And we got to reject that. Nope, <laughs> you don't got to reject that. Because I'll tell you what, it's starting to fool people, even people who make content. I, when I saw Star Wars Rogue One for the first time and General Tarkin came on screen, I didn't even realize he was fully CGI. Mm -hmm. Didn't even realize because I wasn't yeah. a huge Star Wars fan, so I didn't clock that he was dead, the actor. But point is, is like... These, these things are happening to where we're just being completely full moving forward. So where things are going is going to be a lot of content that's going to be made by computers. And there's nothing wrong with that because maybe they're cooler than we are. But I would say for the sake of your humanity, put as much as yourself and your curiosity into what you make full force, full throttle while we have the chance to, while we have the chance to represent humans. Yeah. <laughs> I know this sounds so dramatic no. while we had the chance to represent the kind of stuff that humans can make. Do your best. Let the computers yeah. ride the trends because they will. So yes. go into yourself and just make stuff that you would want to watch and live your best life. I don't know. <laughs> you know like, since we've had so many, you know, geek references on this, on this yeah. podcast, you know, oh. I, I really see AI as like you getting your own dragon and build a flying going to places that you've never oh. imagined. Oh and, my gosh! And and, and 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 so, you know, you know, you, you mentioned, and, and and again, you know, it could be Dolly too that that you're mentioning. Um, you know, when it comes to generating those those, those images, um, yeah. But but it, it, it's very fascinating. But one thing that's interesting is there's a there's a comedy special that's 100% AI generated on Netflix. Oh, interesting. Oh, and, well. and, and they use what they call multi-model AI. Oh. And this is when basically you can type in like a paragraph. And there, there can be an actual video or animation created with both words and images and sounds all at the same time. Now, a lot of people are saying, oh, no. I mean, yeah. you, know, the, you know, the artist is going to die. I mean, AI is taking over and we're all going to watch AI. That's not fair. I actually don't believe that. I Interesting. I, I, I need to hear these. I need to hear these takes. Yeah. So please go, yeah, go so wild. What, I think, yeah. what I think is going to happen, it's always going to be coming from, you know, the, the psyche of the human. All of us are completely different. Even though we're similar, we have a different take, we have a different you know, perspective, and yeah. we have a different way of expressing. And, and I, I do believe that AI, specifically this type of technology, rather than you know, just putting in a sentence from your own you know, ideas that's gonna create something that's interesting, I think what's going to happen is it's gonna be able to take on what you've done and figure out how to show it and express it in a way that's gonna resonate with a variety of different people and maybe people that you're not even thinking of, but that will appreciate you and what you have. And so what okay. I think with this multi-model AI, yeah. like for example, Garrett, you have a lot of TikToks. Mm -hmm. Let's say there's a new platform that comes out. Let's call it Bongo. And it has a Let's very- Let's call it Bongo. Let's start it. You and I make a billion dollars. Sure, sure. Yeah. Well, you're already working with like 
five or seven social networks mm-hmm. where you're making content for all these different networks. Yeah. Well, instead of creating something from thin air, you know, you know, some type of random animation that's you know made by a computer. Mm-hmm. Um, what if you could just put all of your video and all of your data from those videos and put into the AI, and they can help create from what you've already created content that is coming from you and your brain, but is specific for that new platform. I think that's what the bridge is going to be. And it's going to make it so someone like yourself will be able to continue to be creative, continue to be curious, to continue to be self-expressive, but will have tools or a dragon at your, you know, uh, you know, you know, at, at, at your will that will be able to take you to places and, and realms and, and be able to do things that you just do not have time to do because it's way too tedious. But your self-expression, mm. your curiosity is out there and spreading. Well, I mean, it's real. I mean, what you're saying is real. For a couple of years, I've been sort of looking for someone that I could hire that would make ancillary content for me that was good at it. That's the other thing that was good at it. Because like, you just, there's so- you just didn't use TubeBuddy. We already talked about this. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. We'll talk about the, this TubeBuddy after after the <laughs> podcast. Okay. We'll get, you know. But no, that, that's interesting. I uh, Maybe I do. Yeah. It's... it's uh, that's an interesting point you bring up. You know, I need to sleep on it. <laughs> there are so many wild well, things to just, think about. Just, what's going to happen yeah. is, you know, there's going to be more artists in this era of the artists. I think is we're seeing the, the tip of the iceberg of this, you know, creative economy. I yeah. think it's going to get bigger. I think it's become more diverse. You know, there's going to be, a, you know, there's going to be some bad that comes with this, but there's going to be a lot more good and a lot more understanding. You know, you know, and we, we referenced this earlier. The reason why I love art is that it's what preserves history. It's what preserves culture. Mm-hmm. And just imagine all the art that's happening today and what it's going to look like a hundred years from now of like what happened oh, in this time. I think about that sometimes. This is such an egotal, egotistical, psychotic thought I'm about to express. But <laughs> for, for um, my, my friend Caitlin, who has an incredible channel called uh, The Good Death. She's a mortician. Uh, she talked about oh, wow. this. She, she she's incredible. Her content is it, it's really intriguing. Like, why don't mausoleums smell bad? Like, answers these questions from a really knowledgeable place because she's a, a mortician. Uh, check her out. <laughs> I'm always plugging her. No, I'm going to check her out. Yeah, yeah. She's uh, she's so interesting. And she she asked me one day. We were staying up at her cabin, and she said, "Isn't it funny that we're being perceived right now?" And I said, "What do you mean?" She was like, "We are." She was like, "Thousands and thousands and thousands of people are perceiving us right now." And I was like, no, we're just talking on the couch in your cabin, drinking wine. She's like, no, we're being, you know, like on the internet because we both make stuff. And I was like, that is kind of weird to think about. We're all being perceived all the time. The, psych- the egotistical thought that I had yeah. was like, I imagined someday in like a hundred years that I would be with all the stuff I've put online. And I know this could happen to like 50,000 more people before it would happen to me. But I was like, what if I'm like resurrected digitally? Like my actual consciousness, they like figure it out and they're like, it's the year 30,000 something. And they're like, so we're going to press the button now. And I'm like, hey, wait, where am I? (laughs) They're like, we've taken everything that you were and given you a consciousness. And my first question will be like, what happened with the MCU? Was phase four? (laughs) Did did it get get better from where it was going? (laughs) No, I mean. I actually respect the risks they're taking. No, but I uh, no. It's just a funny thing that I think about all the time, and I say a hundred years, but at the rate it's going, I think it's going to be a lot less than that. <laughs> you know, there's, so many, there's so many breakthroughs, and you know, you wonder if like singularity or you know, uh, artificial general intelligence has legs, and 
there's a prediction right now that it's going to be, you know, 2040 when that happens. Um, oh. We'll see. But the, the truth is, is I think we need to believe in humanity. I think humanity is, you know, you know, I think a lot of us have great intentions. All, a lot of us want, you know, um, want to do what is right. And obviously there's toxicity as well. But yeah. I, I, I think I think this is going to be something. And I think and I think the creator economy is a big part of it. You know, mm. I, th I think you know we're gonna go into like new new directions as a, as a human race that we're not even thinking about today. But I, I truly do think, you know, f you know, freedom and empowerment is something that's gonna stay with us, and and and, and yeah. hopefully everyone can like benefit from what others have benefited, like yourself, on being able to do what you do and and, and to be successful with it. Well um, then, I I vote putting you in charge, Ricky, of the <laughs> a of of the AI laws. The AI, the AI <laughs> programs, because, you know, it's going to start with uh, uh, the top Harry Potter actors that you didn't know had passed away, and then it's going to end with Ultron in my head, okay? So, <laughs> no, no, but seriously, I, I think um, I think it's incredible, and I hope guys like you are in charge of uh, some of the choices that are made behind well, I hope that. people like you are, so, so we'll work <laughs> together. We'll, 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 we'll tag team this. Um, I love it. Within like five years, we're going to create like a much more interesting me that has like a sharper jawline, like a little muscular, <laughs> like speaks in a more pleasant tone, makes better content. And it's I'm just going to sit back and like be drinking on the beach. And, you know, my AI uh, thing will be out there just like, welcome oh, to wow. this haunted hospital. Well, it is a fun <laughs> full, full circle, full circle right there. You know, like, you know yeah. there's a lot there's, there's a lot of people exhausted. You know, there's there's a lot of, you know, emotional and mental health, you know, that needs to be addressed and creating content and doing all this stuff. Maybe, maybe the AI can be helpful in scaling oneself so you can take a break and relax. Oh, man. Or it's we're still all just coming, It's still coming from your, you know, brain or consciousness or, you know, however you want to you know, call this it. This is freaking me out, Ricky. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is getting hey, wild. Well, that, we yeah. better wrap up. I, I've taken too much of your time. Oh. Um, I, I, and so, Garrett, again, thank you so much for coming on. I actually hope you come back on and we can like do this again and uh, let's definitely um, reconnect since we're both in LA. I love it, man. Any old time you ever want to come up to sleepy old Burbank. It's great up here. We could strike I, up a fire I, pit. I, I see Burbank from here. I, 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 so I'll, I'll definitely come and visit you. For sure. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Ricky, this has All been right. a real pleasure. Thank you everyone for joining today and spending time with Garrett and myself again, please like and subscribe whether you're watching us on youtube or on spotify or any of the other platforms really appreciate your engagement and see you next time thank you